I'm Tucker, and this is Seamplay. On this episode, we're going to finish our game of Songs Canaries, which is a game of dialect, which is by Hakanse Aliolu and Catherine Himes. I hope you enjoy it, and I will see you on the other side. All right, cool. So, I think I want to do happiness. <laughs> nice. Which I still have left over from one. Act One, but I can still I use still it. I still have filler word. Yeah. <laughs> And so the first thing I'm going to do is make a connection to happiness. And I think we're going to go ahead and connect it again to now it's time to make these mingled roots worthwhile. And I think that this is a word that is, it's not something that has just, suddenly appeared it's not like people are trying to force this word into existence it's this it's a the same word that to that both groups had been using independently and it kind of come to independently and it was kind of a ancient word for happiness that that was not really used anymore in the empire but it seemed to really connect to songs rebellion and to the into being able to step away from the way the empire works, which is very much based on timetables and how things are going to work and just making sure that everything is strictly disciplined. And I think the word for happiness in this, in songs, canaries and specifically in under Bramble rock is unrestrained. I like just, it. Uh, just that that thought of like putting freedom first and putting the idea of being able to escape as the main goal and boon. And this was something they were saying in the Empire already. Yeah, it was. I, I think it. I think it was not. So the Empire itself didn't do it. But if you when you go back into the histories and you read some of the words that the original right the original writers and revolutionaries and leaders that built the empire used they they themselves had just sort of escaped from different shackles and a lot of the empire's rhetoric is based around this idea of being able to of being free from the normal restraints of of human life of like not worrying about food not worrying about where your next meal is going to come from not worrying about what you're going to have to do tomorrow because that's already been determined for you and i think that originally was a good thing and sort of morphed into what the empire is today but in the original text uh, texts unrestrained was one of the core principles that the empire was built on and now it's sort of slipped away from that so where's the index card? Tucker, do you always write in script? Yeah. I just stopped so I could try to make this more readable, but I don't know if this can actually work. Yeah, habitually I write in script because it's a little bit faster. All right, and perfect. Let's make a conversation. I think I want this to be a conversation between 
Billy. So I want a wedding. Is there really is, is really the <laughs> well, thing I'm working towards here? I I, I, don't, be... I don't know if that's a wedding of characters here, because we haven't really set that up at all. Yeah. Two two characters like outside of this, but I kind of want to hear just characters like talking about a wedding. Yeah, like, I think talking it'd be cool about to hear, like someone overhear somebody say that and be like, like, wait, what did you just say? What, and, like, so like what say? So like he have like someone from like the original cohort here someone the new person like use the word unrestrained oh in that context yeah so like it's too like yeah. what wait that's not how this yeah i like that that's really good but the, but but they would wreck it like that's how they both use it and it did like be the first time like two people have like yeah okay realize they do this the same way i love that all right so i want ryan to play billy again because you just played a different character i guess i can i can play my pissed off kid again um maybe billy is the best man for his like next in his like second in command (laughs) or something like that okay just for like background on the scene um i think i spaced out for a little while (laughs) can i just hear hear a refresher of unrestrained it's just the word for happiness okay and it was all right so like it was so like it was the and you were saying it was like the like part of the foundation of the empire. So is it sort yeah. of like the, like life, liberty, the pursuit of unrestrainedness? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, and yeah, and so it's not a word that's used in the empire anymore. But both these groups independently had sort of co-opted it. And okay, who am I talking to? That's so you're talking. Maybe there's just like there's a wedding happening, and we're just people are at it because it's a small group of yeah community. Yeah, so yeah, so it's people don't need to have real positions in the wedding. Yeah, you know, yeah, and so you're just talking like, about. All right, can, wait. Can it be like the? Um, can, can it be like the uh, reception afterward? Like the yeah, like, sure. And so I'm just like sidling up to to a random person talking about how great this is <laughs> i kind of like that i enjoy that a lot yeah all right right i'd i'd be happy to be random stranger you who's can be ryan sucked no, into here's what conversation so this is so it's trinity and you and you who are playing he's ryan you, no he's not ryan <laughs> No, yeah, Ryan, he, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan the, the Empire. I, no, I understand he's not. I, yeah, he could be right, Henry, I'm, then. I'm Brian. <laughs> Brian. God damn it. Plot twist. <laughs> but you can, you can be the character who... Oh, wait, no, that's Magpie. You can be Magpie. I, I just I wanted to pull in the subplot. That's true. All right, here. yeah, I can be Magpie. That's fine. Okay, cool. I like it. And so we're a reception. There's lots of happiness going around. Sorry, unrestrainedness going on around us, and we and we're just having a fairly serious conversation about the means of contacting the empire quietly. And then I first in. Yes. Is that all right? Well, okay. So the way I've been doing it is uh, dead drops and smoke flares mainly, but this time I got a radio out with us. And I think if we can get to the top of the trees, we'll have a good enough signal. So I don't know. Sometime in the next few days, maybe we can make a trip up there. Yeah, I'd be so... That's excellent. Thank you for bringing me this magpie. Do you, 
Oh, please. No. You know, it's excellent. This party is excellent. Do you see this? Oh, my goodness. I mean, have you seen people this unrestrained in years? I, uh, this is... Hi, I don't think we've <coughs> met. Um, my name is Magpie. Um, that's all you need to know. Nice to meet you. You are... I'm Billy Pazlozny. I'm, uh, I'm one of the high-ranking officials in the fuel-seeking oh, division, which I guess, uh, well, who knows what I got on my plate for the next couple of days. But uh, next couple of weeks or until I find a job. But uh, yeah, no, but until then, I can, I mean, I, anyway, so yeah, that's, all, that's probably all you need to know about me. Well, well met, Billy. Um, nice to make your acquaintance. Oh, likewise. And, uh, so you're enjoying the wedding, then you are Billy? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've uh, been, uh, been, been enjoying some of the... Uh, some of the some of that like fermented moss water they got around here. I was going to say you sounded remarkably unrestrained. <laughs> oh, so you yeah, know that word senses. too? It has a what? A Trinity teacher that one? Well, no, I just mean you know you're you're very happy. You're feeling unrestrained, isn't that? That's what we've always. Said. Oh I, no way! All right, uh, now I just uh. Well, personally, use that I, thought, too. I, I thought that was a very unique word to our to our flotilla. Wow, I, I don't know. It was you a, know, I thought it was I was blowing my mind right now. So I know, clever, I know, getting I that over your a, head, just making a drinking a, joke. Could, but just, yeah, but no, you use could, you say unrestrained. Look at that. Okay, but enough with the linguistics. Are you not excited? Does that not are make you, not you unrestrained? feel unrestrained as well? Well, Magpie, I believe we have other business to be attending to, and I don't think we need Billy here to talk about this business. Well, Trinity, <laughs> don't be so gloomy right now. It's a party. Please, look, everybody's unrestrained. Did I mention? I look at it, look around. I'm inclined look at to how hang unrestrained out with everybody friend. is. Sorry, you said your name was was Billy. Billy Pazlesny. Can I call you Pause? I don't know why, but I feel of like course. I need to. I'm going to go mingle elsewhere. Cut. <laughs> it's way too fun to play a drunk character. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Well right. sold. Okay, uh, so me and Ryan now, right? That's I, what's yeah, left? I think yeah. it, unless we're strict to the counterclockwise rule, I have... Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not right. sure what to do. So, all right. So, I as soon as we went along the happy route, I thought this card would be good. It's promise, uh, exchanging words as a bond to have and hold. Uh, I guess that would have been good. Um, that would have been good for a wedding. The act of saying these words carries intention and consequence. A special kind of promise made in the isolation. What is the promise, and what is the phrase we say to give it? Maybe we could just continue the wedding scene. Okay, fine by me. So, like, the actual does vows? It, is yeah, that what you're say, saying? Does it have to, like... Reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Doable. Does it have to be some kind of, like... Like, does it have to have to have a unique type of meaning of a promise? Or is it just, like, can I can I just have... Like, because it says, what is the promise and what... And then, what is the phrase we say to give it? Hmm. So, like... So, maybe maybe these people, like, use the word promise, but this is something, like... Oh, much yeah. more serious. Yeah, than I, was, that. I was thinking maybe this is this just like maybe it just heightens the element of like permanence. Yeah, because I think like for both of these groups, permanence has been something that has been severely lacking over like the last twenty years. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's something like 
Maybe like marriage could have a totally different word. I guess that's uh, this is promise and not marriage, and we just used a. Maybe they're synonymous. Yeah, but like it seems like marriage would be one of the only like lasting things people would have to hold on to. Yeah. Um, but I guess I, like for the phrase, I was thinking something along the lines of like, like by the, like by the rocks or by the roots beneath us, or like I don't know, maybe like mm. as you know, as long as the like as long as these rocks shall stand, I think this would probably go again with the now it's time to make these mingled roots worthwhile. So I don't know, do, do, is that is that enough? Or like, like stronger than the walk, or strong, stronger than the rock, larger than the bramble, or like greater than the bramble. Sure. All right. So maybe like this is something that like people will say like they like, like would you like add this on to the end of the sentence? So you'd say like oh like I promise you this, stronger than the rocks, stronger than the rock, greater than the bramble. or like oh, thicker well, than the rock, stronger than the roots, or something like that. I don't know. I guess like then I guess we've lost the sort of like permanence aspect of it. So like, like, like longer than the, like longer than the rock will, or longer than the bramble will like grow on the rock. Yeah. Something yeah. Like longer that. than the, longer than as the bramble will to, stay fixed to the rock. As rock to bramble, just like dropping yeah, words yeah, as people as do. Bramble, as bramble to rock. Yeah, bramble yeah. To rock. Like I, you know, yeah. Yeah. I kind of was seeing it in the yeah, context like, of like, like, are you sure about this? And yeah. Like, as Bramble oh. to Rock. Or, yeah, as sure as Bramble to Rock. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, can I get the Sharpie Tucker? No. Thank you. <laughs> you criticized the <this> pencil <laughs> earlier. <laughs> About to repeat the quiet years <laughs> mistake. For those of you that can't see what's on the table, the <laughs> every single card has been folded uh, along hamburger the hamburger style. Hamburger style. Thank you. But the quiet years was folded hot dog style. That being said, I will. I, I will. Oh, I, I did again. I, I was about to be like. That being said, the May song "Sing for You" is folded the wrong way, such that it you know, is like propped up. In a, yeah, this is hard to describe. A, yeah. <laughs> it Rather is not a, a tent. Yeah, it is an acute angle rest. Er, it is a placard resting on a base. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a tent. <laughs> scene? Yeah, um, you got a scene. So do we want to just have the vows? And maybe Trinity being the the prophet that she is... Uh, would be the minister, the ordained minister for this wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. can't believe you were the minister and you were such an asshole. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, and then, other than that, so I okay. So here's a thought. Maybe because it seems like you'd want to hear like the two people say it, but if it's going to be two random people, maybe it's like a couple of people play two different characters in this scene. We just like have different voices and like in the background we could have something else going on like after they hear those in the distance. Yeah, like the I like house. that. So let's do Holden. Do we want Drunk Billy again? I think 
drunk Holden commiserating with drunk Billy would be pretty entertaining. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all we need. Okay. Oh, I was also going to say, if it's during sober the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, I was going to say, if it's during the wedding, we don't have to be drunk yet. No, but, you do. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to. Please, unrestrained. Yeah, unrestrained, right. Yeah. Okay, well, so I'm, so I, I could play Holden and I'll, then maybe also just like one of the people who's being married. Right. Um, we could just have them say like some marriage vow that I will think of that it also includes as Juris Bramble to rock. Yep. Great. Like, yeah. Is there only one person saying the vow? I can be your wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you both have to say the vow. Okay, is what, it, what is, I feel like so, we should plan out the words. No? Like, um, yeah, I can give you like a little bit as as Trinity, and then yeah, maybe you I just imagine these weddings are gonna like and then you give it a, some, something. Yeah. To or, or I imagine these weddings are a little freeform too, because it's just yeah. this is all so new. Mm-hmm. Crap! Did I give any god any no, you gods last last uh, time? Okay, yeah, I think the only the only divinity we've thought of is song, song. and. That's not great oh, right now. Mixed, yeah, <laughs> mixed reviews. <laughs> um, keep like keep it simple too. Like yeah. something is like, and I will stay true to you always, as sure as Bramble to Rock, or something like that. Like I think it should be like quick that, and then we get to like the drunk conversation. Okay, okay, every, everyone, quiet down, quiet down. We're going to do the vows now. So as we take our two individuals here one from deep within the empire that we left so long before, one raised and held in the very place that we've always lived among the canaries. And we are going to bring you two together as you have had much time together and have decided that this is your time that you will stay together forever. So, Jeremy, do you take this woman to be your wife? I do. As sure as Bramble to Rock, I will stay true to her always. Sile, do you take this man to be your wife? Husband. (laughs) I'm not very good at this. (laughs) I do take this man to be my husband, as sure as Bramble to Rock. Well, thank you. And that will be all. There will be food outside, and please come up to... Commiserate. No, not commiserate. I'm bad at words. <laughs> oh, Billy, don't you love to see it? First wedding in 20 years. I can't oh believe it. God. Uh, yeah. Oh, and they're such a good couple. Oh, I know. You see how you see how unrestrained they looked at the end of that. Uh, I mean, I gotta me say, I was I was worried that you know we we come to this under bramble oh, rock, and I, you know I had my I doubts. Could, yeah, I couldn't tell whether everyone was gonna buy but, into but this. But the sun is shining down through the oh, leaves. It's, it's beautiful. Beautiful makes you wanna. I don't know what it makes you. It makes you want to run around. Makes you want to run around. Makes you want to dance. Makes you want to hug your family close. Hey, you know? Clover, Clover, come over yeah, here. Clover. Clover. Uh, oh, Clover, yeah. good to see you. Uh, Clover, well, what do you think of this? Is this this is your first wedding, isn't it? It is. It's it's lovely. It's magical almost. Clover, you got you got any uh you got any men on the horizon for you? <laughs> oh well, no. Well, that Jane girl was looking at you with you know those eyes, <laughs> Clover. I I just I'm saying I think you've got options. <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate that, Holden. Absolutely. As sure as Bramble the Rock, I oh, tell you, you got you options. Look at you with those marriage jokes. <laughs> ah. Well, are you guys enjoying yourselves? It truly seems like you are. Oh, my God, yes. I this, Clover, I got to tell you, listen, this is just, and, and Billy, this is just between us. This is, oh, of course. it's been 20 years since I've felt this calm. It's amazing. I love it. I wish we could have a wedding every day. This place really does something for us all, I think. It's a sort of magic. Cut. <laughs> Ooh, all right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, all right, so one more. Yeah, now I have to think of something. Last one. Okay, I, I'm, so I'm open to suggestions. I have taboo, maybe not, synonym subgroup, and what we pass on. And there's probably something to do with yeah. what we pass on, right? What does the text read? It says... Um, children, newcomers, opportunity to pass on our language. Even now, we are compelled to do so. Uh, make a connection. Play on a previously defined word. Explain how we teach this word to those who don't know yet. So, da, 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 da. In the conversation, explore passing on the this word. Hmm. Interesting. And I know this is kind of like... Like, they fell away is gloomy, yeah. but I think it, it could be a sort of, like, you know, remembering heritage sort of thing, like, passing this on that, like, <coughs> younger generations will, will like, also kind of hold the same reverence for death, I guess. They fell away was the one word that I thought would make sense for this. Hmm. Or maybe the quiet years. I think I'm inclined to say maybe the quiet years actually could work because I would I would want it to be something that is like a kind of an older word to begin with because like they fell away something like this is a 20 year period and like they fell away something we've been using during that period but the quiet years is like something way before that people kind of only really remember now um, and so maybe maybe it's been like I don't know a, a couple years now and like people have had weddings and like now there are young children who've like only ever known under Bramble Rock. Or maybe that's too long of a time frame. Who knows? Who knows what how what Magpie and Trinity can get up to in that amount of time? Um, but I think something about like the quiet years would be good. I think it, we can say though that it's been like a year or so ish having the new people, the people from the Empire among yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh, this is an idea. So let's. So we can do a scene about like teaching about teaching the quiet years to somebody who's new and hasn't really like talked about this as much. And while that's happening, we can have the Empire's fleet closing in around. Oh God, that's horrible. <laughs> so how would we? In this, how would we do that in a scene? Or do we need I, two scenes I for can, that? So I would say we we intercut. Like I'll so like I'll I'll just jump in every once in a while with ominous description because I like doing ominous description yeah, if right. people can't tell. That sounds good. Uh, okay, well, maybe maybe Clover is like showing some young children the ropes for how to maintain the ships or something, and while she's doing that, she's also teaching them like this or whatever. Cool. It, it, can, be like, like, it can be like a... 
I'm thinking of like take your daughter to work day. But that's not really what it is. Clover doesn't have children, but like the young people take go someone and else's see, children like, to work. The, the like jobs around the. Well, I feel like Clover works with children. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's. I guess I can start. So it's a brilliant, bright blue sky day outside. We see a beautiful Im- image of the trees above the rock and the and the bram and the bramble formed. And we sort of the camera scoots in underneath and comes into a nice like sunlit area where there are a bunch of young children and Clover is standing there. And so that is how. Um trees grow and get nutrients um clover yes my mommy yesterday said the quiet years what does that mean that is a great question timothy i i commend this this boy for speaking up and asking a question that he didn't know about i would love for our entire class to just be questions um (laughs) and me answering them and i will give you your answer young timothy the quiet years is a phrase that we have been using for quite some time now. And actually, I asked this same question just a year or two ago to my parents because all I've ever known is this community. Um, I became a part of this community a little over 20 years ago when I was only three years old. I'm actually That's not That's how much old, old I am. <laughs> yes, we're not, that, we're not that different in age. We cut away and we see one of the Empire ships. And we remember the ships in general, they're, the, they're blimps. They're all blimps. And this blimp looks more streamlined. It's all iron, gray, steel. There's so, sort of a dull fire going on, reaching up, reaching up into it and propelling it forward. It has the propellers spinning. There are long, ominous-looking cannons and catapults on the, si- on the side of it as it's weighed down and sort of pulls through the sky slowly. And we just see that for now. So the quiet years refer to a time um, in the place that we came from. Uh, You might have heard people refer to the empire. Is that a word that you've heard before? Yeah, I think so. Cut away and the camera pulls back and we see more and more of these ships against a brilliant blue sky. Clover, was it quiet because people didn't talk very much? I don't think it was quiet because people weren't talking much. In fact, when I asked my parents, they told me that it was quiet because people weren't allowed to talk that much. It was a somewhat scary time. That's what my mommy tells me when I yell after dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And we cut away and the camera pulls further back from the ships and turns around and there's this dot in the distance. You can't really make out exactly what it is, but the sun is shining. These ships are flying through the air. And while they are all gray steel and they're all these powerful, slow moving machines, they are majestic in their way. They're sort of just escaping through the sky and just advancing slowly towards something. And they do it with a slow grace. And so they were quiet because there were people in power um, that were really controlling in a mean um, and unfair way some of the people who didn't have as much power. Does that make a little bit of sense? I think so. It doesn't sound very nice. Yeah, it, 
it's not the nicest thing. Um, let me try and think of an example for you. Um, when you do something wrong, does your mom or your dad sometimes take away your dessert? Yeah. And that's not very fun, right? No. Cut away, and we see uh, Holden James with a spyglass to his eyes and looks out uh, across the ocean. He, he seemed, at first, he's not worried about anything, and then he pulls the, and then he puts his eyeglass down. Oh, shit. Come back. Like your parents, the people in power in the empire were able to take away from people that didn't have as much power. They took their dessert? It was kind of like that. Um, they, But not only they took their de- dessert, they took their voice and they took their ability to speak up when they thought that something was unfair. We see groups of pilots running to the various ships within under Bramble Rock and powering them up and getting ready to take the sky to fight the much larger ships, which are now much closer and easier to see on the horizon. Oh no, Timothy, it seems as if I'm getting walkie-talkied. <laughs> That's okay. Clover, we have a situation. Um, yes, what's the situation? I'm here. They're here. Who's here? The Empire. Cut. all right so cool now we have to go to the legacy so what we're going to do is carol you want to read entering the legacy entering the legacy the last moments or the aftermath side by side we stand The compound was supposed to keep us apart from the outsiders, but here we are, together. The doors are open and people move freely between the isolation and the world beyond the walls. Outsiders are now commonplace and bringing stark change. How do we remember our time alone? Given what you like just said, I'm hearing a invasion read through that. Like the fact, like it's saying, oh, the outsiders and them intermingle. Like there's literally, there's troops <laughs> yes. in Under Bramble Rock. Yeah. <clears throat> or there were troops or something. Well, I think it just sort of becomes oh, part of the empire after a time. It's just a but new are, outpost. But are we allowed, allowed to like stay? I guess that's what we decide with like these yeah. legacy things, right? Yeah. So we each have a card that is an epilogue and we can go over it. And I think that will color this pretty well. Okay. Okay. Well, so, okay. So I have one that maybe seems like a good one for Holden in particular is one of my options is the shame that comes with loss. And so if we're, if we're moving in the direction of like, they couldn't stand up to them, maybe I'd say something about that. Sure. You can speak as Holden or as the isolation as a whole. Mine are a grave misunderstanding, sharing a memory of the old ways or coming across the rubble and ruin. Mine are something the outsiders stand to learn, saying goodbye to what was once normal, or a moment of deja vu. Um, and I think the like the moment of deja vu 
definitely like seems interesting, but it also seems very similar to what, what if you're saying. held at gunpoint by your once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also think the saying goodbye to what was once normal could be interesting for you. I mean, like for you, this could be a really happy thing in That's some true. ways where you're like reunited with your family <laughs> yeah. and you're like ready to say goodbye to those 20 years. Uh, I have how you will be remembered out of the ash, a seedling sprouts and cast out again and again. Whoa. Okay. Well, I definitely think I'm going to do the shame that comes with loss. It seems right, makes do sense. It. I'll probably do it from Holden's perspective too, but that also, I don't want to like take like free reign of deciding like how this went down. So if you guys have Please like do. ideas about make, make these decisions. Yeah. Just go for it. I'm happy with it. We have like, 10 minutes of audio left. So whatever decisions you make, we're going to play off. Oh man. Right. Okay. Um, let me think for a sec. I got to get into my like older, like 50 year old defeated Holden mindset. I thought we were going to be good enough. I thought we were safe. I thought our home was untraceable and they showed up on our doorstep. And I thought I was the leader I once was. I thought I wouldn't make the same mistakes. And I did. And we lost badly. We had maybe six functioning fighters against their their 30. They came they they came down through the trees, through the rocks on foot, by sea, and they, they didn't even have the mercy, the, the, the respect to give us a fair fight. Nope. They got me. They got me first. They strung me up, and they made an example of me. My dream of a, a free, separate, hopeful community, gone. They put it on me, the failure, the second time. And now I can't help but worry as I sit here on the edge of the town under watch that no matter how I tried, the last thing I'll remembered, be remembered for being is a coward. That's all I got. <laughs> that was great. I think I'm I think I'm gonna do sharing a memory of the old ways. Okay. Um but I think in order to do that I need a little more about what the new way is. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um I might and I'm happy to listen to people, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I was gonna say I might have something. Um that might put more context into you know, what we're what or at least what I'm doing now. Um so I'll do the saying goodbye to what was once normal. Uh, so for me, these past 20 years meant, you know, just being a fuel seeker, being a high-ranking official, having some having some freedom over what I was doing, having, having a say in this community. And uh, not too many people knew this part. But it also meant always imagining that one day I was going to see my niece and nephew again. 
so you can imagine my surprise when the when the kid who had handcuffed me and was leading me into a ship was the spitting image of my brother. So I, you know, I, at least I got to see him again. But uh, as for the whole, you know, having agency over what I'm doing, well, I'm mining in the mud again. So, uh, so at least there's that. At least I have that. That's that's normal. A nice, uh, nice refresher to the old ways, the quiet years. What a way to go. Just back to back to mining. And back to the mud that was echoing in my ears, echoing in my ears for the past 20 years. Sometimes I close my eyes and I pretend we're still there. It was a lot simpler then and, and probably because I was younger and more innocent but there is something fundamentally better and easier about it. The way that we were a community who at least most of us wanted to make each other happy, to make each other felt heard and respected. It's much different now. I have my parents who thankfully I get to see every day. Um, they're not doing so well. I only see Holden every once in a while. I don't have many friends, but I still have hope that community like that is possible. Even here, even in this enormous empire, the majority of these people who I don't know at all, I just take it one day at a time. And, and I hope that in some way we can find part of that old community here. So we pull back from the island, and under Bramble Rock, well, let's just say the rock isn't under Bramble anymore. It's burned, all of it. There aren't trees on this place anymore. It's just barren. It's burned. There's these black scorch marks across it. The ship's got them good. The ship's destroyed it. And in the battle where Holden James was strung up, in the battle where Song's Canaries lost, well, they lost. And they left again. They left everybody behind to burn, to die, to be put back into those shackles that they were in before. Except for one small bird. There's this one ship, one sparrow, that somehow the great iron ships of the Empire missed. Or rather, they didn't miss it, but hit it in just such a way that it spiraled. We can see it spiraling down and down and down and onto the water. And under a cover of fog, 
it floats away. And there are some lights in it. There's some oil lamps. And in most cases, when a ship is put out to sea, a ship without fuel, a ship that has been hit by the rifled cannons of the Empire, you don't expect that ship to make it. They'll run out of food. They'll slip beneath the surface of the waters and drown. But there's something about this ship, something about this particular canary. And if it floats on, it just might sing again. Thanks for flying, guys. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Again, that was a game of Dialect, which is by Hakan Sealiolu and Catherine Himes, who make up Thorny Games together. You can find the rest of their work at thornygames.com. If you like the show, go ahead and leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find me at Twitter, which is scene underscore play, and also on Facebook. And the best way to contact me is to find me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And today, I do have a poem for you. This is The Applicant, it's by Sylvia Plath. First, are you our sort of person? Do you wear a glass eye, false teeth, or a crutch, a brace or a hook, rubber breasts or a rubber crotch, stitches to show something's missing? No? No? Then how can we give you a thing? Stop crying. Open your hand. Empty? Empty. Here's a hand, to fill it and willing to bring teacups and roll away headaches, and do whatever you tell it. Will you marry it? It's a guaranteed. To thumb shut your eyes at the end and dissolve of sorrow. We make new stock from the salt. I notice you are stark naked. How about this suit? Black and stiff, but not a bad fit. Will you marry it? It is waterproof, shatterproof, proof against fire and bombs through the roof. Believe me, they'll bury you in it. Now, your head, excuse me, is empty. I have the ticket for that. Come here, sweetie, out of the closet. Well, what do you think of that? Naked as paper to start, but in 25 years she'll be silver. In 50, gold. A living doll everywhere you look. It can sew, it can cook, it can talk, talk, talk. It works, there is nothing wrong with it. You have a hole, it's a poultice. You have an eye, it's an image. My boy, it is your last resort. Will you marry it? Marry it? Marry it.